so Taylor, you know, the whole industry is going to miss you. Well, <laughs> all things have to change in everyone's life, so this is you a know, change for me to move to another industry of taking care of my family farm and getting it ready to hand off to the next generation. Ah, because that's it's been in our family since 1865. Wow, how big is the farm? Oh, it's only 400 acres. Only 400 <laughs> acres? Yeah, that's a small farm in Western Illinois. And uh, what what do you grow or raise in uh, Western My Illinois? tenant does a beautiful job of growing corn, soybeans, and beef cattle. Oh, nice. Along with white-tailed deer and a beautiful crop of turkeys and a lot of other critters out there that hunt hunters enjoy going after. Nice. Well, you know, you've certainly earned uh, the right to exit the industry at the top. That's how I see it. How did you get started in the commercial vehicle industry? I know we were talking it's been, what, 37 years? 36, 37 yep. years. It all started with a graduation from college and getting a, a job with a company called International Harvester. Ah. International Harvester Company was well known in the 50s, 60s, 70s, up through pretty well the current time as a good producer of agriculture equipment, as well as trucks and truck, truck equipment. How about that? So, as an international harvester dealer for 12 years, from 1973 through 1985, and of course that was preceded with six years at the corporate level, uh -huh. the corporate ag division, All right. where I taught uh, product introduction to dealers and customers. Uh -huh. And that was a natural because I enjoyed it immensely, having grown up on a farm and, and used international tractors yeah. from the time I could drive a tractor. Yeah. So, so the truck equipment side came at my dealership when I started stocking Napide farm bodies uh -huh. with nap hoists for my farm customer base, 16, 18, and 20 foot farm bodies. And then we would dot that now and then with a few service bodies Mm -hmm. were those local technicians that took care of the plumbing, the heating, the electrical, uh -huh. and things of this nature. Yeah. But the farm beds were the preliminary, were mm -hmm. the primary product that we sold at our dealership in the truck equipment side. Of course, the ag industry back in 1980, early 1980s, got really tough and really sour. The prime rate went to 16.63%. I know, I bought a house just as that happened, silly me. And commercial lenders were loaning business loans for 21% yes. on my inventory at my dealership. And in 1984, International Harvester went broke yeah. and sold it out to Tenneco, who owned J.I. Case Corporation, so it became Case International. Mm -hmm. And come a time in life that I can't continue this chaos with the interest rate of my farm base going south. Right. Many farmers losing out, selling out their farm systems. So I had to make a make, make a decision to close one business mm -hmm. and pursue another opportunity. So by 1985, the agricultural sector was still in the doldrums, but sort of starting to improve. And the job became available at the Napide Manufacturing. Yep. There in Quincy. It was 45 miles from our dealership. So I went up for an interview, and John Lackey, who hired me, one of the regional managers at the time, I think I'll hire you. Came with grease under your fingernail. So you <laughs> must know hard work. Uh, so 
36 plus years later, I am making an exit from Napi, wishing them the finest and the best in all that they do in their future endeavors. Absolutely. Yeah. And the Wish them success. Certainly you've been um, a lot of their DNA, you know, the, the learning how to speak to dealers, the ways to communicate the importance of understanding the customers. And I still do that. <clears throat> I could understand farm customers because I was a farmer at the That's time, right. helping my father mm -hmm. by operating all the equipment that we had at young ages mm -hmm. with tons of responsibility. Yep. That was part of the growing up on a family farm. Yep. So I knew the importance. So thus, when I take it to the truck equipment side, I use that expertise that I'd learned from all those years in agriculture and the 12 years of my own dealership. Yep. I saw some of the errors being created by the egg industry, so let's take and not make those same errors again, mm -hmm. but take it to a productive side and focus on helping customers yes. be successful. Yep. The bottom line, help customers become successful and you'll have a friend and a customer for life. And to me, that is actually the perfect way to thank you for all that you've contributed, that's like your golden, well, I guess for you it'd be a sampler, right? It would be, you know, in your farm, you'd have it all stitched up in a, oh, yeah. in a quote. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Do I look at the picture? <laughs> but, but nonetheless, when you look at the uh, summary of my retirement statements that I was asked to fill out, mm -hmm. we'll go into a NAPAI publication regarding questions about when do they start, what jobs did you have and what made you stay for all these years? Well, it was basically an opportunity to go to work for a long-term company. No kidding. That's going to celebrate 175 years yep. in business as a family-owned right. business. Generation number seven is either 16, 14, or 12. Yeah. So one of those three will be that next generation when the time comes. That's right. So continuation of all those family values. Yep. Take good care of your people. Yep. And getting a job at Nabi locally is known as winning the lottery. Ah, uh, well, makes sense, doesn't it? Sure. Yeah. So nonetheless, it's a pleasure to hand it off to the next generation. Mm-hmm. They will handle it well because the next generation is a different buying process, different mental thought process. That's for sure. So part of my training that I'm going to do tomorrow is marketing to the next generation mm. with the systems that attract those folks of the new millennials, the X, Ys, and the Z generation right. coming on board who now have an interview. Yep. But we can't lose sight of how we got to where we are with the face-to-face process, right. but now we have to include face-to-face -face and the technology that attracts that new generation. Absolutely. And not just attracts them, but serves them, because that's that's what we've talked about, service, sure. right? Yeah. That serves them in the way that they want to be served. Yeah. 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 They enjoy the, uh, the digital media processes and, uh, well, and all that it brings to the That's to right. The you can learn more about a product yourself. Now that doesn't take away the need for an, a, um, a specialist. It doesn't take away the need for 
somebody who understands the product and is there to help. What it does, I think, I'm really excited about it because what it does, I think, is it creates an even bigger, bigger opportunity for a partnership. Because when you have smart customers, you have a better opportunity to serve them. And the best way to serve those customers is very simple. Walk a mile in their shoes mm -hmm. so you fully understand their needs, yep. process, effectiveness, efficiency, yep. lowering cost per mile, reduce your inventory that you're carrying around every mile on the vehicle, yep. but yet make a 100% completion of all the service calls that go to you. Yes, and I will tell you um, the other thing besides the broad thank you is I would love to thank you from my heart for everything that you've contributed to Ford Pros Magazine since 2010, bringing that thought, I mean really, you were the first person that we had as a, as a um, industry expert, as a columnist, that brought to the forefront that idea of knowing the customer's use case, understanding their needs, mm -hmm. getting to that place. And I just, you know, you've, you, you added that, you kept that, you allow, allowed us to build on that. Thank you very much. And the goal of my teaching is to have the folks that continue the tradition of marketing truck equipment is to understand the industry they're serving well enough that they can create a solution for that industry and that customer before the customer realizes he yes. has the need. That's right. And of course, their needs are changing too because everything is changing Continue. so quickly. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Well. I know, you, I know this is a recording. But that's okay. But that's okay, because I'm just going to say, I'm going to give you a hug right now. Wonderful. <laughs> and thanks to Carla, thanks to Catherine for all that you do today, in the past, and especially in the future of what this industry continues to need. And that's some leadership on how to get to the success point of serving all these customers. Thank you. That's the goal, for sure.